two seconds of your yes. time, man. What do you want? Young entrepreneurs. Yes. Just lack patience and actually give a fuck about what other people think of them. Those are the two core reasons you're not at the next level yet. Two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the B&E Podcast. Blake Hagan, Easton Napionic, co-founders of KZB Real Estate. We're not here to talk real estate. We're here to just drop our velvety smooth voices on this podcast. We're also going to talk real estate, though. If, if it comes up, there's no, there's no guideline here. I don't even know what we're talking about today. Well, let's kick it off. What do you want to talk about? What do you got going on, man? Oh, man. What's so going on today, in your pregnant life? I've got so many things going on in my life right now. My wife is 20 weeks pregnant. Okay. Does it offend you that your wife thinks that I'm better looking than you? Oh, dude, stop. I'm going to come across the table right now. <laughs> no, okay, so pregnant wife. I don't have any kids, and my wife is not pregnant. Um, what is it, what's, the, what's been the hardest pregnant thing so far? Ooh, I would say probably... The mood swings. Okay. Have, have How's Kenzie dealing swings. with those for you? She's doing all right, though. She's learning. Okay. Learning very quick. <laughs> learning about your mood swings. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good. Fantastic. But I've got so much going on in my life right now. I'm really excited to have a little baby girl. So that's man. exciting. I better uh, start practicing for what I'm going to say to the man that's going to marry my daughter someday. Do you look back on when you were growing up and think, man, I wish I had a been nicer. Well, honestly, dude, I was the biggest. Or were you good? I was the biggest kiss ass to were parents you? growing up. Oh. It was like the first three months if I dated a girl. Okay. I was always like, oh, what can I do? Let me do the dishes uh-huh. after dinner. Like, do you think now, they saw through that? No. Will you see through it? Uh, I hope so. Okay. I hope so. Man. Maybe because the way today's, I Today's, uh, I, I sort of fear being a parent. I don't know. Sort of. There's a lot of stuff in the world now that wasn't in the world when we were growing up. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I mean, simple stuff like, what gender you identify yourself? <laughs> like, we all say that our kid's not going to, like, do that, but they might. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So should we... You know you're the only one that I know. Hi, Lane here. I'm just in the corner. Um, Lane's here too, guys. Lane's yeah. a special guest that if we need uh, some yeah. projection, he's here. He's like a producer, right? He's so he producer. keeps on track. Yep. Yep. So you are the only person I know so far in my life that has wished for a girl. Why? Ooh. Ooh. Um, and this is cut and dry, very straightforward. My parents both remarried and had kids when I was 18 years old, so it was great birth control because I raised my three little sisters quite extensively from 18 to how I am now. I'm very close with my half-sisters. I call them my full sisters. But the fact of comfort with that is why I wished to have a girl first. And it's weird, you know, prayed about it. It happened. There you I think go. it's meant to be. There's a sense of comfort with it is because I know it. Right, and, uh, right. You know, I, I will probably regret that decision in about 16 years. <laughs> do a follow-up b and show. I, I think it's cute. You think it's going to be 16 years that you regret yeah, 13, 12 I'm weeks. just terrified. Yeah. I'm terrified of not having a boy. And, Sorry. like, that sounds so selfish, but I don't even care. See, I don't really fear that as much. You don't? No, I really, really don't. I really want a son. I mean, it sounds cliche. Well, but I'm I mean, gonna have a son. I'm gonna have kids. Okay, but what if I it takes one. you eight? Oh, hey, man! Boom! Segment. 
Philip Rivers is having his ninth child. Did you know that? What? Nine. So he believes in, I'm going to look it up here too, so that I'm spot on, but he believes in, they're very religious. Um, they don't believe in birth control and they believe in like trying to have a kid during her natural cycle. Are they like, are they like, are they like faith healing? Kind I, of? I think so. But it, like, here's the deal. Like, it's pretty basic, right? Like, you want to have a kid, have sex without a condom. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to have a kid, don't have sex. Or wear protection. It's a pretty sure. proven process. So. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so nine. Okay, so he's been in the NFL for, I want to say, 17 years. He's 37 years old. Okay. They got married out of college. So let's just, for this argument, say that he was 21. Okay? They've been married for 16 years and have nine kids. <laughs> I believe, and you're the you're gonna be the soon daddy. So you tell me, from when you have a kid to when you can start having kids again, isn't it like ten months? I think it's only six. Six months. Yeah, okay. You can't have sex for like a month after okay. pregnancy, but then it's free game. And I think it depends on the female how quickly your body can regenerate. Some people can get pregnant very quick. Okay. I mean, what I wonder what the closest spread is on birth year of like right. I mean, you gotta cook that thing for nine months. Yep. Is okay. They're 10, 12, 13 months apart. Yeah. I don't know what is. I, well, I mean, everyone's is. different. I feel like some people one are just gonna heal better than others. Like that's true. Like that's some true. people are just up and out of bed after mm-hmm. giving birth. Like, I just thought crazy. of an idea for the B and E show. Lane is gonna be the executive producer, and he's gonna have his computer. So if we have questions during the it. show, I love it. I just tried it on my phone. Fire it up. It said four to six months. Okay. Four to six months, you can start getting pregnant again. So. Okay, 16 years they've been married. Let's say that they didn't have a kid until they were married. I, maybe they did. I don't know. So nine months for the first kid. Okay, so now he's 22. Let's yes. just round up for this argument. He's 22. By the time he can start having another kid. She's freaking been pregnant for the longer. entire time they've been married. Yeah. Not only that, but she's gonna be she's pregnant longer than when she's not, not going pregnant. into the second kid. Like no no like I'm deathly afraid for his relationship. I'm afraid for their relationship when she's not able to have kids anymore. They're for sure divorced. Hundred percent. Do you think that they keep having kids to keep have kids? He wants to have ten. Okay. He said he for sure wants to have ten. Imagine this. Imagine Do you know the guy girl spread on that? I don't know. Lane can tell us. Yeah, Lane will Philip Rivers that. kids. Here's the deal. Imagine if she never wanted to have a kid. And she was like, well, he's going to be a pro. See, you Knock know out what, one or two. You know it's a lot when there's a second page for it on Google. There's two pages. Yeah. So let's see. We have Gunner. So there's we got boy. Sarah, Grace, Rebecca, Haley, uh, Caroline, and Peter. So, he's so got- right now he's five to two. Girl to boy. And then we don't know what this ninth one is. Well, that's seven. So hold on, we're missing one kid, which that's I imagine is way, I think. no. He's got he's having number nine. Oh, we're missing one, which I'm sure they do often. Yeah, I yeah. instantly think of Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> you were watching that movie last night. I was watching Home Alone. Which too. Home Alone was it? It was the second one. Versions. It was the second one. Um, and he was in New York. York. Yeah, that's the New York. New York. Which the whole movies frustrate me because it's so even as a kid, like if people are chasing you, like. Go tell an adult. <laughs> Such a simple. Well, the whole title is kind of dumb. Lost in New York, the streets are numbered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's not hard agree. to get around. Yeah. I don't know. Um, First one's still better, though. 
Oh, any movie's first one is better. Maybe not Batman. The Batman trilogy. Now we're getting into the that's cinematic a, production. That's me all, that taught me all the booby traps I need to know as a kid, though. That's true. You just sit there and you None study, and you're like, matchbox cars on floor. Yes, yes, I like it. Iron that swings from door. Yes, I like it. Yeah. No, it was... The thing about Home Alone, how realistic... I don't think it is anymore. Like, Allie and I were talking about... Allie's my wife, by the way. She's beautiful. Shout out to Allie. He lost in New York now. Like, that movie's five minutes long in today's world. Because I call him. Hey, son, where you at? I'm in New York. Okay, send me your location. <laughs> I'll come pick you up. <clears throat> okay. Hey, Dad, can you send me some money on my iPhone and, like, I'll buy lunch? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Done. See you in a couple hours. Yeah. It's the stupidest movie ever. You know why they need to do a recreation of that? It wouldn't work. How? So now, yeah, okay, there would be a bunch of stuff. That's so true. It has to go into... Man, you're going to feel awful if you lose your kid now, yeah. after saying that. Well, I mean, now when you lose your kid, it means so much other scary True. possibilities. Like, it's yeah. not like it was. I mean, it's I was, like, oh, we're going to find our kid. Like, you know, I mean, growing up, I was allowed box. to just... Yeah. Yeah, but like, growing up... Ooh. Growing up, we were just allowed to, you know, ride our bikes wherever the hell we uh -huh. went. No one really worried about anything. Like, now, like, I mean, I have friends that are scared just to go to the grocery store at night. Like it's just such a it's just a different place. It is it's a different we're all in our twenties, by the way. So we're the we're the yeah. we're the folks telling you about back in the day. Back in the day when I was back a in my day. boy. I, we didn't have these what are you got going on right now, Ethan? Um a lot of real estate. Real estate is consuming my life, which is good. We're trying to decide if we want to buy a property out in the country. Which I do. Uh, the payment is a little more than I want to bite off right now. How do you feel about pushing yourself and um, off more than you can chew? Would that help you or would that stress you out more? I have been told, and I believe in it, that if you were going to be some sort of broke, to be house broke. Because it, you, you're there every day. Yeah. So if you're going to overstretch yourself in one capacity, like instead of like being car broke <laughs> have, car have a nice car payment yeah I think of having a nicer house because I'm going to use it every day yeah it's still tough oh it's hot it's really tough for sure. um and then I don't know like I can you know say it's $200 more than what I want to be at it's yeah. not it's more than that <laughs> like don't go out to dinner once a month right and there's your 200 bucks back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. put it towards you. And then I also think about, like, okay, the difference between my current mortgage and what this mortgage would be. I don't think that I can just save that money. Yeah. Anyway, so, like, I'm going to spend that money. Yeah. 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 A house is a yeah. bank account, to, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I like that. I don't know. A lot of people have a different opinion about that of, you know, you've got the Robert Kiyosaki. Never own a home. It's a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. I like your opinion about it because some people, a majority of people go, oh, they, they read these very high-end books and then it's like, okay, I'm not going to buy a house, but I'm going to save X. Okay, yeah. at the end of every month, did you save that? Or are you smart enough to say, okay, at the start of the month when I get paid, yeah. you yep. know, 30% goes here, 30% goes here, and then I've got 40% to play with. Right. How many people do you think actually live by those rules of when they get paid? They diversify their income in buckets. Spend. Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, I do that more mentally than 
I would I would say more than documentation, more than actual planning to allocate. Like you just, I just know expenses I have coming up. I know how much I'll need. I know how much I should play with, how much I should save for that next month. But I mean, it's just a mental check. Like it's I would never love organization. I'd love to write a book because in a book you can be really black. Dave Ramsey, right? Yeah. Pay cash. Okay. What if I can't? <laughs> you know. And okay, so Dave Ramsey goes, pay cash, but don't rent. You better have a freaking great job. Yeah. Right. It gave you a couple hundred thousand dollar signing bonus. Mm -hmm. And I know he's not as black and white as that. You can take it away like that. But yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. That So that is consuming my life. I've got a neighbor who keeps complaining about my dog barking. But my dog, bullshit. my dog is inside with me. So I don't know. I work from home. So my dog is inside with me. Um, it's that... that 20-minute, people are really, run you go for People it. are super, super confident um, to come put a note on your door until you answer the door and you're 6 foot 8, 270 pounds. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they go, um, yeah, why are you on my... So that is really driving the acreage. Uh, because on acreage, if you come onto my property, we have a different conversation. Yes. Um, Private property, yeah. electric fence. One that leaves with a corner. Um, just kidding. That's not a death threat. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I got going on. Christmas is also coming up. Have you I didn't know yet? if you knew that. I did all of my shopping online. Didn't go into a store this year. Wow. Really just... What's your take on that? Are you a big store guy? Are you... I'm not. that it's easier to shop online and get more accomplished in a little bit of time? Um, I am, and my wife would, would agree with this. I'm very particular. Okay. So if I'm buying something... There's usually, right, there's usually trims of a, like, there's a there's a car trim. Right. You know, there's certain yeah. levels of electronics. Classes. Classes. I'm a top, top-end guy. And so a lot of the stuff I like to buy, I can't really find in the store. Because yeah. I don't think they have it because Just it doesn't appeal to the... Walmart. I don't. I will. I will if I need something well, quick. I, I will and I do. Um, a lot of the stuff, like for Christmas, I'm very particular about like what I'm buying. Somebody is like up at the top. Yeah. See, I have to like start going into a store where they like stuff, and then I kind of okay. walk around and then start to figure out and then figure out and then like as I'm leaving, thinking I haven't found anything, something will click, and that's what like gotcha. how I buy. But I can't go online and be like, oh, what are they gonna want? Do they want this version? Do they want uh -huh. that version? Because I know people who don't like a lot of options online. You don't have yeah. a wife yet, though, Lane. That's yeah, true. you're right. It's quick. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty easy pretty to pay attention right to your there. wife, what she likes, and what she. We're does. gonna do a segment every podcast, and it's gonna be Lane's relationship status. <laughs> <laughs> so on this week's Lane's relationship. On, status. on this week's episode, Lane, where are we at? Where are we at with a relationship right now, Lane? Five girlfriends. <laughs> Three I'm really chicks. glad this is all got? recorded and going to be put out to the public. Um, are you seeing somebody? Are we texting somebody? Are we texting multiple people that they don't know about? Yet? I know that this. So this segment kind of sounds like how big of a piece of shit is Lane this week? Because as this podcast grows, people are going to. I mean, this is like Bachelor. <laughs> I know we've got some most eligible alive. Bachelor in Boise, Idaho. Here's the deal: the, that show. Doesn't even no. Okay. Are you excited about Colton? Listen. In January. My wife time. made me. My wife made me watch an episode. Okay. And I started watching a couple. I watch it to make fun of it. Well, I want to get back to Lane, but and then, one you, second. and then you get invested. And now I'm invested. Um, but I believe that when that show was first created, it was like the most eligible bachelor. Yeah. Now it's sort of like anybody who's gonna drive the ratings up. Yeah. What's yeah. Colton do for a living? 
I don't even Nobody know. Nobody knows. Yeah. Does he true. does he have money? He does it after the show. Yeah. Right. But really? In the past, I it was know. like, he's the king's yeah. lord. Yep. And like, or a real estate mogul, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Looking for a wife. <laughs> well, go. freaking freshman year of college, I met my first girlfriend in college from watching The Bachelor. With well, my, yeah. That thing that brings crazy. real yeah, life. It's funny. Look at that circle right there. We're talking to Lane. But and now, okay. Relationship status, and The Bachelor comes up, and Lane met his first girlfriend. Right like now, first college girlfriend. Not too in depth. <laughs> not too in depth. What is your relationship status? Um, seeing someone but complicated. <laughs> You're not lame. Sorry. Seeing people, just not officially. I'm gonna say a number. And I just want over or under five. Uh, oh my god. Okay. No, no, no. Lane's not going to share this. Our executive producer. We didn't say last name. Nobody really knows <laughs> where you work. Until this gets a... KZB recorded. Yeah. Maybe KZB yeah. Media? It's a pretty good time we were side drive. So, let's, let's spin this off for a minute. Yeah. What do you... I luckily found a female that was very... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to put it. Very active in the social world. Okay. So there was some things that Continue. were different about her that was that I feel is different in our society today. Such as Tinder. You yeah. didn't find her in Tinder. Bumble. You didn't find her in Mumble. No, I okay. met her at a bar. Okay. Which that actually love that by the way. Do you? I do. I think you know, I listen to a lot of motivational shit and mm-hmm. I love when Gary Vee says just walk up to the person that you're un- not confident enough to say hello to. And I say had hi. some liquid, liquid courage that night and just said, hey, okay. what's up? And now she's my wife. That's cool. That's there good. Go. Definitely. Didn't happen that fast. I was kicked my coach. <laughs> yeah. And see, I met Allie at uh, closing. So, like, job-related. Yeah. And it's interesting. And honestly, it's so cliche, and I hate that I'm saying it on episode one. <laughs> I was totally good being single. Like I think I, I think I was proud of being single at that point. Uh, and I'd had a lot of failed relationships, not a lot, but I had a decent amount of failed relationships. I was so ready to just be single, be the single cool guy. Yep. Now I'm not. <laughs> well, see, now just I'm like it, cool my thing is just like my time is just basically everything to me. Yep. And okay. so me is I don't want to invest all this time in a person knowing that yep. one it's not it's not going to manifest because okay. I'm just not that invested. I don't think that's fair to them. But I mean, I don't want to generalize at all. But I mean, I don't know many twenty something early twenty year old girls that want someone that works as much as possible. That and that's motivated. Well, um, that's like, until you do exactly, <laughs> and it will. Fr- so when I oh, yeah. first met Allie, I texted her I said hey I don't really know where I'm at and I don't want to hurt you texted that that's the most ignorant thing a person could ever do hey I don't want you to fall in love with me and me not reciprocate it because you have that velvety voice the velvety voice Um, and so she texted back and was like wow you're an asshole Um, and I was like if you don't know his wife she's amazing she is she's great and she she puts up with me um, Good. she'll tell you what you need to hear yeah. um, in a nice way most of the time but yeah so that I, I can totally relate to that right and then and I was the same way I was like man all I want to do is work 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 and I'm still that way but now it's 
Like she does, she gives me that good sense of like, hey, stop working, and like enjoy what we're doing. Yeah. Right, right. Which I need because I would just work myself into the ground. That's why we're doing another podcast and we're slam packed every exactly. single day. Yeah, we don't have time for this. You're so, welcome, world. Lane, what do you feel in society for relationships? Is it with the access and ability? Is it hard so, to find someone quality? Is it so? I think there fills the need. I feel like there's. The I feel like today's society is accumulation of a bunch of things. If you don't know, I'm from Alaska, a very very traditional place. I am a very traditional person. I don't have tinder i don't have those matchmakers. because i don't one every last bit of affection that comes through those apps i just immediately interpret fake okay it's just not real i'm not i don't even like communicating through a phone like some people don't even like to go on a date unless you've been texting for a month sure and, and I'm, I'm just, just the never same. that person yeah i was the same i i'm a big phone call guy because i can get a lot out of like voice recognition and right like be able to like that, but I tones. just prefer face-to-face interaction as opposed to on the phone. Because, like, when people want love and affection through the phone, like, I, for one, me, I just yeah. don't feel genuine typing it out and sending it to okay. them. It does not feel genuine to okay. me. So, like, my best friends only hear from me when I'm, like, me, trying to meet up and hang out. Like, that's... Gotcha. They only... They, I Snapchat, like, once or twice in the middle of the day, maybe. Like, and those are my best friends. Interesting. So, but yeah, I Last. grew up being off the phone. I didn't have video okay. games growing up. I was in the woods. Okay. Lane, so Lane. took a bush plane to get yeah. to the office today. <laughs> um, Lane's last, still single. Last question. Yeah. Last you question for single Lane. Are you open to yeah. meeting somebody on Tinder, Bumble, all no. of that? You're not? Okay. Well, get off of the Tinder and Bumble. I haven't been on. <laughs> Okay. I know those most but I mean, like, this is going to be tough for them. Yeah, to but like, it. I also look for different things than Here's most twenty-year-old dudes. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, and that was the first episode of Lane's relationship status. Yeah, come back next and week when I think the, the consensus is complicated. Yeah, it's it complicated. Is. Yeah, you got to get your foot in the door. We're not just throwing a net out. <laughs> so let's pivot. We've talked a lot about relationships for those of you yep. out there that need some relationship advice oh instagram blake or lane i would love to answer relationship advice Ooh, okay yeah maybe we'll any advice any advice this is gonna turn into like relationship i would like, <laughs> exactly. no 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 anything i'm talking life advice Every episode, we're going to do a segment called Life Advice, and we're going to answer a couple questions. I like on that. How we're all in different kind of stages. On how too. I think yeah, life you advice. should handle it. Okay. okay. So it's shoot us your blunt. questions. Yep. DM us, text us, call us. Yeah. Don't call me unless you want to buy a house. Yep. Uh, <laughs> next order of business LeBron James played Dwayne Wade for the final time last night. Yep. Fine. Oh, they were. D Wade's retiring, right? Yeah, this is this, this final is season. Final last dance is what they're calling it. Okay. Um, they were drafted in 2003. Same graduating class. 2003. Same, uh, draft were class. They same draft, draft class. Drafted together, but LeBron was younger than D Wade because. Correct. Yes. Yeah. LeBron's coming out of high school. D Wade's coming out of, I believe, Marquette. Yep. Yep. Okay. In 2003. Uh, interestingly enough, Luke Walton also was drafted in 03, and now he's the coach of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Who's Luke Walton? He, 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 I think he's the assistant coach to LeBron. Oh. But, um, <laughs> just kidding. <clears throat> Where true, do you though. think, because right now, most sports, except for the fighting world, which we all think is foe anyway. It's interesting. It you, we, we went from an era where people hated their opposing teams and there were fights and. 
I mean, nobody was friends. He could barely get people to handshake after the game. To now, every game somebody's swapping in jersey with somebody. Right. That came from soccer, though. Okay. It, 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 <laughs> okay. It, I know what you mean, though. It's really interesting because, you know, you think of soccer in America. Sure. And it's, you know, I like to say Kobe Bryant had pioneered a lot of jersey swap. Jersey Jersey Jerbers? swap. I, I don't know, man. Today. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. But football started doing part, it. Okay, but Kobe was an asshole. And That's true. Kobe wasn't an asshole towards the later parts of his career, and people thought it was because he was tired. The Lakers sucked. So it's hard yeah. to be an asshole when you're not winning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. But, you know, I mean, nowadays, even, like, think about the, the most heated rivalry lately was the Cavs and the Warriors. Yeah. Dude, Draymond Green was on LeBron's, like, TV show. Like his buddy, like his barbershop talk. Right, right. Like he was there drinking wine with LeBron, like hanging out. Like, no way, man. Like Ben <laughs> Wallace and AI weren't hanging out. No, no. They weren't. Anyway, I don't know. That's I don't, interesting. I don't know if it bothered. Like when I'm watching the game, does it take away from the competitiveness? I, I mean, I the LeBron and Wade game, I saw just a short little clip. I mean, we're like, I don't know if it was in the middle game before or after, but I mean, these guys like. They meet up. There's a ton of respect for each other. Yeah. There's, I mean, they just, I think they're both acknowledging, you know, that this well, is a, you know, this is a moment in the sports history. I agree. I think everybody's more aware. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. We got somebody leaving the podcast, guys. Blake Haggett checking out. Blake Haggett's leaving you Can because. I go to the CCIM luncheon. Wow. I to show my face, look pretty. Okay. It's one of those days. It's one okay. of those days. So, so. man. We just got part of the B and E. We just got the E left in our executive producer. The L and E, baby. The L and E now. There yeah. You go. Cool. Now All right, make guys. A new logo. See you later, Blake. I'm out. <laughs> don't let the door hit you. Yeah, I don't know. I think, man, I think that it doesn't take away. F- man, I don't know. See, like, does it I, take away from the competitiveness? I. Don't think so. I think it's more of acknowledging the importance of kind of this, you know, it is two legends. One's leaving. There's never going to be this duel between them again. Because, okay. I mean, how big was every how LeBron about- versus Wade game before this? Like, it was always just, oh, here they go, gladiators going head to head. Was it? Eh. Was it, though? Like, okay, before LeBron and Wade teamed up in Miami... I don't know if it yeah, was. Yeah, okay, yeah. You got I, think of, I think of the Warriors and Cleveland now is, like, the matchup. Right. But even beyond that, like, Damian Lillard and mm-hmm. Curry, like, huge hug before and after the game. Yep. I mean, yep. it's every single team. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't take away from the competitors because, I mean, at that caliber. I think it's a friend maybe. beating a friend. Yeah, I feel like, well, I feel like there's just no bad blood competitiveness. Like, there's there's competitiveness where you have respect for the person and you okay. want to outperform them as opposed to, like, beat them, if okay. you will. Like, you want you want to prove your skill so farther than, you know, just Like, hate. combat sports. Right. We like to think that person A hates person yeah, they, B. Yeah, they And they kill. literally want to kill them. Right. That's what we like watching. Right. Somebody getting their face beat in. Mm-hmm. Until it's too far, and then everybody's like, oh, that was awful. Yeah, exactly. Was it? That's why you tuned in. Well, exactly, exactly. Like, I hate when people watch the, you know, especially context for football, hockey, and they're trying to take just the, like, they're just trying to take the brute force away from that. And that's been, yeah. that's a part of the culture. Like, growing up playing hockey, I mean, we all grew up beating the hell out of each other. 
and then we're all crashing and eating dinner you know with each other the next night like that's uh-huh. just how it was but I feel like some sports kind of have that respect line more than others yeah because I feel like because I mean in hockey you, I think football you, still I mean like I think of Aaron Rodgers and maybe Aaron Rodgers is just a jerk but like Aaron Rodgers is constantly talking mm-hmm um, right. There are, there are guys within the sport, even for that matter, Draymond Green. Like, I don't think Draymond Green's out there hugging people. No, 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 no. But he is on, but that's the thing. Part of me thinks that's fake now because he's on LeBron's barbershop talk. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like a lot of, I mean, obviously culture around sports and coaching has changed over the years. But I feel like back then a lot of competitiveness was driven off of that hate for the other team. Yeah. I mean, it like... Before, you know, our hockey games, our coaches go out there, you know, you remember what What's-His-Face did yeah. to you last time he messed you up? Sure. So, like, I feel like... Coaches so, were trying to fuel with more hatred. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean we know. You could go, we we go so in-depth here because people, back when stuff was a little bit more angry, guys weren't making the salaries they're making either. Right. So there could be an argument made that because of the influx of just pure minimum salary, right. guys are like, cush, and they're like, eh. Yeah. Because like, I remember... Being taught by the Texas Rangers when I was pitching professionally, no big deal. Uh, I remember, you know, it'd be like, hey, that guy's trying to take your paycheck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, take his instead of him taking yours. Well, when you're making $10 a year, guaranteed money? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, there's there's a comfortability with it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What else? Let's go one more. What else do we got? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We might not have anything. This might be the end. No, 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 no. We just got a thing. We just you got, got a Christmas thing. tree. I did get a Christmas tree, a real uh, Charlie Brown tree. That's but uh, kind of felt ashamed of myself. So you're a real tree tree. guy? Yes. yes. You look down upon people who have fake trees? Um, it depends where it is. So, like, you know, there's a fake tree right behind me right now in our office. Looks good. That's great because I don't want to vacuum up the pine needles. Okay. <laughs> but Personal uh, residence. Personal residence. Um, I don't know. Like, if... Let's say, you know, my friends from California, they have a fake tree in their house. I almost expect that. Now, someone that, you know, that I go hunting and fishing with and I walk into their home, they got a fake tree. I'm like, what the hell, man? You were out in the mountains last week. It Mm -hmm. couldn't have killed you to cut down a little small pine and bring some real tree into your home. Sure. That's quite aggressive. Um, (laughs) The most ruggedly handsome guy that you've ever met is sitting right in front of you. It's me. (laughs) I have a fake tree. And I'm so disappointed in myself. My wife... That's what I'm saying. I don't even have to beat you up for it. My, you couldn't. You couldn't. You could not. No, my wife wants... She's got, like, allergies. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Here's the deal. This is going to be the last year of the fake tree. We'll give you an update in 365 yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's going to be a real tree in the house. And I, she might be wheezing. But you know what? Tis the season. Tis the season. So Tis the wheezing season. Tis the wheezing season. Okay, guys, that was the first episode of the B and E. Thanks for suffering through it. We're gonna be back in a week. I'll uh, say bye for the B part of everything. Give me an outro like you think Blake would do an outro. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we've enjoyed talking with you know with you guys. Really uh, beating around the bush around a couple subjects. Can't wait for you next week. How was that? I feel like that was somewhat spot on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's spot on. He knows it. See you guys. Later.